Hello, Nostalgia Nights listeners. Hi! Welcome or welcome back. Welcome to episode 35. We're just two emo ladies talking about all the hits, all the good times, all the eras. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Brittany and I'm here with my sister Shelby. Say hello. Hello! Hi! Oh, I'm excited. Dude, same. Same. <laughs> I, I just like love these like just super light like and bright ones you know yeah yeah kind of like silly in a way it's like not too serious (laughs) yeah i think it's a nice like refresher especially coming off like lincoln park and Mm. you know meteor great album etc but like Mm -hmm. it was very nice and kind of needed to be like ah okay (laughs) oh my gosh shiny vibes yeah like yeah meteor just like has like (laughs) dark themes took us to a dark place <laughs> um but yeah anyways we haven't even said but we're talking about <laughs> cute is what we aim for today their first album entitled the same old blood rush with a new touch um with all the hits cursive curves there's a class for this all of it as we mentioned our last episode we talked about lincoln park once again um talked about meteora and it was a really nice time it was a nice mm-hmm. time to just unpack go back um and you know it's always nice to talk about a timeless album too um totally yeah if you have any thoughts on that one this one anything we're at nostalgia nights n-i-t-e-s for the nights everywhere twitter ig and tiktok yeah do you want to cover any of the recent releases first before we jump in what do you think about oh the new yeah My song? oh my gosh yes I mean, if you're an emo, you already know, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But So I feel like, you know, we should we should give our two cents. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny. Like, I was at work yesterday, and um, Matthew just, like, texted me. He was like, how have you not talked about this yet? And I was like, huh? <laughs> and I, like, clicked on it, and I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> and, and, like, I listened to it, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> A time. And, like... Yeah, I don't know. It was just, like, really surprising, you know? And everybody yeah. was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but a bop. Love it. Thoughts? Yeah, I know. You just sent me the link. So <laughs> I was also, like, ending work that day. And I hadn't, yeah, it was, you know, three hours in session. I hadn't looked at my phone or any social media. And I saw your text come through, and I'm like, Foundations of Decay, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is she sending me? <laughs> And I click it, and it brings up my Spotify and my computer, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I just, like, I was, like, in shock, kind of. So, like, I was, like, listening to it, and I was like, dude, sick. But then, like, today, I actually, like, listened to it in headphones, Mm. and, like, was kind of seeing the discourse around it. Like, I saw a tweet that was, like, um... I can't even imagine, like, I'm listening to a My Chem song that I don't know the words to yet. Oh, my gosh, I know. like, it's new, and I'm like... Wow. Okay. Like that kind of really like let it sink into me more. But and when I listen to headphones, which I think is a different experience, like I was like, oh wow. Okay. Woo. Okay. Like my chem <laughs> is like back. They're coming back. This is awesome. Um, so I've just been listening to it like on and off repeat. Um, switching in like the new Water Park song that I really like, and like the new State Champs record that also came out today that is exquisite. I think. Dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. I really like the new State Champs album. I was listening to it before we sat down to record and stuff and um Mm -hmm. i was looking forward to it a lot like um, because i really love um 
Everybody But You and like just the other songs they've come out with too. Um, so yeah, I was like super looking forward to it. And I think, um, you know, I was super looking forward to it, but I also didn't like have huge expectations or anything. Um, yeah, me either. And so like, yeah, so it was just like a cute little nice 11 song album to come out today. And it's exciting. Yeah, definitely listen to it. It's really good. Okay. I'm ready. I'm okay. ready to go back in time. <laughs> Oh my gosh, seriously, right? Okay, well, this Cute Is What We Aim For album came out in 2006, June 20th. It was released on Field by Ramen, which mm-hmm. is also a wonderful throwback. Um, mm-hmm. It was produced by Matt Squire, who was very popular oh. at the time mm-hmm. um, in the producing world and everything, especially like in mm-hmm. this um, side of music. Just generally, Cute Is What We Aim For was a kind of truly quintessential MySpace to popularity story <laughs> of oh my how they God. got started. Like they released like singles on MySpace, Pure Volume, um, and then just kind of like went from there, Field by Ramen sidened them and to make this album of course, and they just went from there. And at the time of this release and stuff like that. They toured with bands like Hello Goodbye, All Time Low, mm. This Providence, and Dave Melillo, which is Jesus, such dude. If you know Dave Melillo. <laughs> <laughs> I would Please literally talk about that EP, let me too. <laughs> um, yeah, Knights of the Round Table or something like that. Or the Corner yeah, Table or some shit. <laughs> something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. But I feel like we saw back. that tour. Because we saw mm. Dave Melillo in person. Yeah, I feel like we saw once, a cute right? when they toured them, tour with him. Wow, <laughs> shivers, <laughs> shivers of ghosts yeah. past, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I just give myself the shivers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's like basically just like the tiny little fact, fun fact section I have of this album. Um, mm. I also just had a lot of thoughts <laughs> of just like <laughs> the time. <laughs> The, yeah. the era of what of what this truly is it just makes me giggle because whenever I listen to listen back to this I know it truly was and is not everyone's cup of tea in my mm. opinion um, mm. it definitely falls more under like the whiny like when the bright like in your face kind of sound very skinny pants very swoopy hair very yes, awkward oh very raw like very <laughs> raw xd yeah very like raw like very like you do things to be lol random you know and oh just, god like <laughs> that side of everything is like what this album and even i guess cues waiting for in general like is to me and i think um i had seen on wikipedia they mentioned like genre wise that it was like emo pop and power pop Mm, and like the the, the, yeah the side of like power pop emo yeah it's just a whole other (laughs) group and breed of its own Um, totally that i think got swallowed and is really kind of like if 2006 to the 2007, early 2008 had a, like, time capsule, like, this album mm-hmm. would be in there. <laughs> Along with that, like, first Somerset album. And, oh like, gosh, yes. all bands like that, you know? Yes. No, yeah, like, it was just, like, such a, like, a flash, like, in time. 
where it's like you could like literally if you probably went to spotify under cues what we aim for and then it's like people also liked or whatever it's like all these random ass bands that like you probably would have never heard of like fucking like sing it loud or like gosh i don't know boys and girls probably the downtown fiction oh my god fucking downtown fiction (laughs) and stuff like that yeah 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 but it's so funny to me because like this like this cute and like this era and this kind of quote genre of music or genre of emo i guess like are such core memories to me like they just live so rent free in my head that (laughs) like i just know and feel that this time was very important for me Hmm. Um, because it's like we saw Cuban for like so many times too oh God, so many and times. it's like I was thinking back about that and was like wow like I don't even think we have like pictures like of that time because everything was mm-hmm. on our flip phones or on our disposable weird cameras other dude. yeah and our other weird like Verizon phones or whatever and it's like they're just lost in the ether and so like mm-hmm. but like, so then I just feel like really happy and grateful that it is so vivid in my mind though oh my god like i can see i can see so many of these careers waiting for shows in my head yeah 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 i also think that this album is just really interesting of its content um Mm. it's very much like you could talk about this album as a bundle of songs rather than Mm -hmm. like a song by song like obviously we're gonna do that probably still (laughs) and you can do and you can and you can do that in both but like yeah. it's a very much like they're the content is so similar throughout the whole thing um mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. like contains like themes of like selling out being popular and criticizing someone for that um mm-hmm. alcohol mm-hmm. and alcoholism like just like the scandalousness and especially mm-hmm. of women um and sex honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that's just like throughout this whole thing <laughs> Oh my god, so true, so true. Um, and I and I definitely felt an air about it. Of um, it talks about quote the issues or the lifestyle of like a young person's life and point of view, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. similar to what We the Kings did in their self titled. Mm, um, I hear that, but maybe a little bit more young adult than like teen. We the Kings we feels the Kings a little is, teen. We the Kings is high school sophomore. <laughs> Um, here's what we aim for is college sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, you're so right. Yeah, that was like, doesn't that hit? Because <laughs> I totally yeah. hear you. Like, yeah, and I feel like, you know, that Win the Kings album also came out around the same time, 2007. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it might, you know, you could argue that Way the Kings also got looped into power pop. Not really. I feel like they're more power rock, like pop rock, pop punk. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, very, very interesting do you have initial thoughts before we (laughs) go into the list um what a fucking ride man (laughs) (laughs) as soon as it starts and i fucking love how this album starts in general always always um because i also have a very core memory to that song um (laughs) that it's just like "Mm, i'm ready i'm ready i'm vibing like I was just really, yeah, like, you. I'm really happy to, like, listen to the happiness, the, like, boppiness of it. Um, goes really well with, like, a nice spring, summer day, like. Mm-hmm. And I, I just realized, I was like, wow, I still know every single fucking word to this entire album. 
so right it really sticks with me Dude, <laughs> i didn't truly. i didn't even really notice that and i like felt like i was going through it and i was like i don't know what any of these songs are called but i know every single word <laughs> i know no yeah and i have like kind of thoughts about that i was thinking a lot about um and there are like examples filtered through the album that i can talk about but Shant's songwriting was so interesting to me Mm, like it mm. it definitely was not everybody's cup of tea um i Mm, think that maybe mm. they got um criticized a little bit for like the songwriting of this album but Mm. it's just really interesting because he is such a melodic songwriter where like he can write melodies really really well and i think that ties into why we can literally turn this on and sing it through the whole way you know because it's so it's so memorable in that way Hmm. Hmm. yeah we can jump into newport living okay yes absolute banger (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite ways to like open an album like Mm. it just opens with his voice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and my core memory is that like we saw them with hello goodbye so remember that tour they toured with hello goodbye at this random ass place in denver Mm -hmm. literally a venue we've never been back to um (laughs) since that one time and we were like oh when are they gonna come on i can't really like see anything and like the lights didn't dim at all like do you remember this like there was no like transition point of like (laughs) yeah you know the lights dim people are like uh screaming like okay the band's coming on it just all of a sudden went like Dude. everyone's a letdown i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god, oh my god, oh my god it's happening <laughs> i know he just like appeared yeah yeah it just like appeared <laughs> i'm like holy fuck i remember the, like the rush i could feel like all my brain chemistry just rush into my brain and be like wow it's happening <laughs> i know oh my gosh yeah i think about i feel like i think about that <laughs> every single time i hear this song actually Dude, yes <laughs> like it just replays over and over <laughs> and i think that was the first time we saw them right i think so yeah no yeah i i was thinking that like i i just will hear the beginning of newport living like in my darkest dreams until i die forever and ever <laughs> um it's just there it was, always yeah it's such a great like beginning song of an album so then obviously a great like opener song and there have been moments where we saw them and they, did, they didn't open to with this song um but I also saw the 10-year anniversary tour of this album, which was literally everything. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. And it was in before Webster Hall, if anyone's from New York, before Webster Hall was re- renovated. They had that, like, small mm. little um, space in the front of the venue. That's now, like, mm. some swanky-ass bar, which RIP. But it had tiny little stage, like, just, like, a small venue, like, club thing. And... <laughs> Uh, they played they played there and I knew I knew it was gonna start because I knew they're gonna play it like all the way through front to mm-hmm. back and I was like oh my god I was popped off to this song <laughs> and I was like you know this was like however many years ago it was 2016 I guess 10 year tour oh, yeah. um but I was like old I whatever mid 20s I guess at that point and I just remember just feeling like my teenage self again like when this song came on and they were they were performing this and like i yeah. remembered at that denver show i was like oh my god this makes me feel like that one time i saw them and i'm just so happy i can't even believe this <laughs> <laughs> i was going off the whole crowd too was going off like that was like yeah. also the best too because i feel like every time we saw cute 
we did truly see them where the crowd was like going yeah. for them like it, whether oh, it was a yeah. headliner or they were opening for someone or even maybe we saw them at warp tour a couple times i don't know i can't remember yeah um but the whole crowd go off like and especially in this song when uh there's that clapping part like the whole crowd was clapping Mm -hmm. the if you lie don't serve tab friends like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it was amazing i want to go back to that night like very frequently (laughs) yeah dude yeah it's interesting that you say that like yeah like every single time that we saw them it was just an amazing crowd like every Mm -hmm. single time like and that's I think that's like what makes this album so special is that like there like as I was saying in the beginning it's like it's just for that weird like group of us in this scene that like lived and breathed <laughs> this album and like were there for it and yeah dude like it's just important in that community sense for this album Truly, truly. Yeah. And I felt it that night. I felt it at the 10-year tour. Mm. Every single p- song popped off. Everyone knew every single word, again, to this whole entire album. There wasn't a song that people were like, oh, yeah, this one. <laughs> like, it was, like, yeah. everything oh, yeah. all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, perfect, because that's just, like, how this album is, I feel like, in my opinion, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. every, just, every song, special. Yeah. Do you want to go into There's a Class for this? Uh, yeah, because okay, also wonderful. that was amazing when <laughs> I saw them live because then I was like, okay, now it's like the actual jam. <laughs> and, you know, this one really also like it's, they, it's interesting. They have two songs back to back that have really sudden starts. Yeah, totally. Because, uh, yeah, a class for this is like, what you got now? Gonna, gonna yeah, get yeah, it. I was like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> fucking the entire place was like shaking. <laughs> oh, this was like one of the best probably 10 year shows I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> I know, right? It's always those random ones. I know. Like, I've seen plenty of 10 and 20 year shows, like, of iconic yeah. bands, but for some reason, yeah. Cures of Waiting For is the one that just, like, <laughs> sticks in my the mind. Um, yeah, I remember when you said that they were, like, a MySpace band, like, really kind of came mm. up on MySpace. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. This, there's a class where this was my MySpace song for a little bit. I, like, distinctly yes. remember that. Yes, love that. Summer vibes, summer MySpace song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Dude, there's a class for this. It's so iconic. Like, <laughs> so iconic, dude. I can't. <laughs> it just, like, in my head, I was just like, dude, this song just, like, defines a fucking generation. It truly <laughs> like, does, honestly. To, like, petition for this to be our national anthem for, like, the 06 power pop emo kids, you know? Yeah. Um, truly it's such an interesting song because it also you know it's like not the most popular single in emo history um like you know check yes julia and stuff but it is popular enough for people to know but i feel like it's like um you could really like wake up some people that like wouldn't identify as emo now or or whatever but then like you play this song and then it's like they start like morphing into like a kid that works at hot topic you know yeah 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 with their swoopy hair and rxd yeah they just like wake up yeah and they're just like (laughs) xd lol um (laughs) yeah so it's like such an interesting like single in that way yeah because kind of like when we talked about we the kings um, Cutest mm-hmm. Waiting For was kind of also like a mall band. Like, you know, preppies could like them too. And yeah, whatever. yeah. A mall preppies. <laughs> what am I? Like 17? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, a mall band. Um, this song too is just like a fun, um, 
truly like the emo kids anthem of like you know the being the outcast and and like being an outcast in in a place that's like all the same which is like Mm. you know like suburbia which i think is a big theme like in this album Mm, too it's just mm. like being a part of like like being in the suburbs and just like not wanting to be like a part of that or whatever um in the the iconic line of um in the chorus where drama doesn't follow me it rides on my back i may be Mm -hmm. ugly but but they sure love to stare just the epitome of the emo kid you know like we're all like weird and just all that and people stare at us (laughs) because we're different Um, i know isn't it crazy that just as an aside but like isn't it crazy that um like you know now with things like where we are fest or things like riot fest or Mm. things like you know all the emo bands coming back yellow cards coming back i mean if you email again you know Um, (laughs) yellow cards coming back to the academy is midtown like all Mm. these bands are like coming back and i'm like is it cool to be emo now like emo mm. nights have like huge fucking people and they're huge parties and stuff and i'm like or is it just that you know there is like the market is bigger and growing because uh, most emos are now 28 to 35 36 years yeah. old have actual jobs have actual adult money and can mm-hmm. buy shows to like big ass festivals so we're gonna put names on big ass festivals you know mm. i just feel like it's like kind of a emo revival resurgence that like it feels like the biggest emo's ever been since mm. like 2006, 2002 to 2008. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like for us, like for people like us that have like followed the se- the scene and the music and forever like literally since we were children. Um, yeah. It's like we've seen it grow but mm-hmm. also decline mm-hmm. and like have a really quiet moment. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really interesting to like see it like super rise again, and like mm-hmm. yeah, like people were really excited about where we are fest, which I still think is a scam. But um, I know, still glad <laughs> just not going to that. But <laughs> um, but you know, good for you if you're going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let us know what it's like if it's fire festival or not. <laughs> yeah, um, it's interesting because then yeah, like you said, we're all older. We're all like millennials that grew up with this stuff. But it's like now we feel like we have control and ownership so over what we can do and so, so then we have the freedom to go to emo night and just be crazy and go to these shows and all that stuff which is just like i think it's really beautiful for all of us oh my god no truly <laughs> yeah. like i really felt like like an adult kind of taking care of like past me mm. like today like when i like i bought riot tick riot festival tickets to go for like all three days or whatever and i was like you know what i have adult money now i don't have to like <laughs> be schlumming it so i got the vip and i'm like hell yeah mm-hmm. like might as well make that mm-hmm. like nice for like little me who was yeah. just like i can't afford anything vip and do anything and blah, blah blah but like you know i think also just sign of the times we didn't really even need that to like meet bands and meet we've yeah. met almost all oh of our gosh, favorite bands totally for mm-hmm. like you know and that's just like probably thousands of dollars like worth of experience now that like, i'm gonna buy vip i already met this person like five times like <laughs> yeah literally but i can make myself comfortable at a festival and that feels mm. that feels good <laughs> yeah. for my 30 year old body but also my 14 year old soul yeah totally what a cute little aside <laughs> I know. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways, um, here's what we aim for. Shells to come back and play Riot Fest or wherever we are. Oh you know, gosh. where'd they go? I know. Come back. Come back to us, Shant. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> last time we saw them was in 2014 when they went back on Warp Tour after a while, <laughs> too. Oh, and yeah, the 10-year tour is the last time I saw them. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Anyways, back to There's a Class for This. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just one more... Just one more thing for me at least was just you know we love the william beckett feature i was just about to say we have to talk about <laughs> the william beckett bridge the best <laughs> literally everything um and it was funny like i was thinking about it and i was like i feel like i knew the song for a little bit before realizing that what the william beckett was the voice and totally yeah it doesn't so, really like, sound I'm, like him yeah not really so like when i found out i was just like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> love that love that for us i mean just and i think too it's just like a cute little example of just again just fueled by ramen just like being family you know at that time totally um, ugh, love it you we kind of don't really have that nowadays either i mean like you know maybe mm-hmm. pure eyes will pure eyes tour like happened and there's just bands who are all on pure eyes records or whatever like you mean pure noise it's, or pure noise whatever yeah <laughs> but it's like, You're yeah, like i don't no know one, yeah, I guess like the closest thing we're kind of getting to is like state champs and like deep like you know our buds and friends have toured together or on each yeah. other's songs kind of. Yeah, I yeah, think we don't get a lot of like family album like um labels. labels. Anyways, moving along, um the next song finger twist and split that's what it's called mm-hmm. right. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> dude, when I tell you that like <laughs> this took me on a whole like time warp when this song came on i genuinely hadn't heard this song in years and i was like wow it's all coming back to me (laughs) um because like it's funny because like i there are actually songs i hear a lot like in my day-to-day because spotify just puts them on my curated playlists for me and so and this one is just not one of them so i just was like oh wow (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah, I heard, hadn't heard the song in a really long time. Um, but now it will live rent-free in my head. So, <laughs> uh, And this one is um, is actually, in my opinion, one of the most melodic songs of the whole album. Hmm. Um, it just has like a nice, gentle flow to it. Because it doesn't get like super hard and punky or it doesn't get yeah. super big and bright like there's a class for this and stuff like that but mm-hmm. it's just like a nice kind of mellow-y song but still has a really nice um bop throughout it yeah so i said it was like a simple smooth groove i'm like okay i need this again too like after newport and class for this i'm like i'm if i had a third like blow my brains out song i'm like <laughs> it'd be too much so mm-hmm. yeah i like this song it's cute um my favorite part of the song is the bridge though definitely the body language part. Body language. I like how he says that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, are you ready to move on to the? See, if risque came after this class for this, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it because risque <laughs> is also like my favorite, probably my still my favorite song off this album. Like I was listening to it full through uh-huh. for the first time in a really long time, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot finger twist. I was like, oh cute, and then the, this song came on, which is another. Just starting in Medius Reyes song. <laughs> yeah. Birds in my ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Fucking yes. <laughs> when I heard this song. I know. I know. This, this is, is actually. Yeah, my favorite song. Yeah, this is actually one of the songs that Spotify puts on a lot of my curated playlists. Wow. 
violent. <laughs> I know. So I hear this song like uh, quite often. Um, oh my god, which I violent. love. <laughs> um, yes, but it's my favorite song. Like it makes my whole body just shiver <laughs> and like quake with how much I fucking love this song. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I get it, honestly. And it was funny, like, I don't, when I was listening to it and thinking about it, and, like, I really, because I knew, I knew that you love this song. And, yes, like, I really love this song, too. But, and it's really interesting because I feel like this was one of our favorite, favorite songs since the first time ever listening to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just the tried and true this whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just makes me laugh. <laughs> it makes me laugh because, like, Matthew hates this song. <gasps> I know. It makes me. What laugh is this fucking so blasphemy? Um, I mean, he doesn't really like. He's waiting for it anyway. Like he, like because okay, they're well, just like. Tracks. They're just like too whiny for him, you know. Um, yeah, okay. And yeah, it just makes me laugh every single time because whenever it comes on, he's just like, because like it comes on a lot because <laughs> it's on my Spotify. <laughs> um, and he hates the line like, "What's a crush to do?" He was. I he love was, that line. <laughs> <laughs> so cringe over it but yeah it just makes me laugh <laughs> why <sighs> it's just too much i love that line what's a crush to do maybe because it's like earnest i feel like the song is like <laughs> earnest <laughs> it is it is i guess yeah because i love medically speaking you're adorable oh, yeah you know mm-hmm. um Oh. I love that whole verse, like so exaggerate and to trick me, pretty mm-hmm. please, just trick me, like pretty please, like it's just like so cute and begging, like what's a crush to do? This was always like my song whenever I had a crush, and I was like, oh my god, oh god, will never notice me, but <laughs> I know it is really like cutesy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how sweet. But no, I just like literally like want to scream. I got birds in my ears and a devil on my shoulders like to the high heavens all the time forever and ever Um, yes dude again 10 year anniversary tour when i saw this yeah finger twist and split i was like okay cute song know all the words i'm gonna bop (laughs) i was like let me catch my breath from there's a class for this woof i should not have had that drink or whatever (laughs) and then and then yeah this i knew this song was coming i was like brace (laughs) and i just like went so uh because like also like in the um, as it going as it's going into the last chorus, you know, there's like what's a crush mm. to do, and it's like the drums mm-hmm. are kind of coming in, and then it pops off, mm-hmm. like got birds in my ears. I was like, oh my god! And the whole crowd again jumping, <laughs> and I was just vibing. I was like, this is the best night of my life. I love this song <laughs> so much. Oh my gosh, amazing! I love that for you. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I fucking love that song. Honestly, yes. I forget about it when it's not like in my ether, but like mm. when it came mm-hmm. on, I was like, damn. Yeah, this is, like, like one of my top ten songs of all fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Next song. Uh, Sweat the battle before... Before the battle sweats you. I also... I also kind of forgot about the song along with uh, Finger Twist and Split. It's just a fun song. It's definitely, like, the moodier one on the album. Like, a little darker, et cetera, et cetera. A little bit more... A little... A little bit more pop-punk, quote, emo Mm, rock, I hear it. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, and uh, especially with, like, the line, same shit, different day. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I was thinking back on this, and I was like, I feel like as youngins, <laughs> when we were listening to this, 
like it was like the first time we were like hearing that phrase because it's like a popular phrase you know but it was the first time it was entering our worlds and yeah i think i feel like um we kind of gravitated towards that and this song and stuff because um this album came out at like a like a darker time in our lives like a heavier summer of all the summers Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um and so like (laughs) and so like this was just like the moody like Bop like same shit every day, bleh, you know. But it's like lives. also still relates, you know. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, but I was just thinking of us as youngins hearing this phrase for the first time and just be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thoughts. Um, I fucking love the groove of this. I love the groove mm-hmm. of the first low chorus. I love when it goes, oh goodness me, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah next song the fourth drink instinct just like slight trigger warning yeah truly (laughs) um like essay and like alcohol and stuff like that um yeah so truly so forward (laughs) skip like a few minutes (laughs) um you can put it uh, you can put the little time stamp in the description oh yes 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 but yeah fourth drink instinct this song has always been actually super interesting to me um because of the songwriting Um, It's very Mm. story-based, and I feel like that's just not a type of songwriting that you hear a lot in this genre. Um, Very true. In emo and pop punk and stuff like that, so I thought that was, I've always thought that was really interesting. Um, It's a very vulnerable song. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always felt, like, super, like, sensitive, vulnerable um, to me, and yeah, it's just, and it's it's all mixed with like a um, like a quietness, like of the guitar pick plucking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but also has its like full band, like heavier parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a really good course. balance of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The one thing I wrote in all caps was like, "Hate that this victim blames." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I think, I no, I was gonna say, like, sometimes, like, in this album, like, as you were saying, like, like, yeah, it deals with, like, you know, relationships and sex and, like, alcoholism and all that stuff, but I'm like, yeah, mm. also with, like, the twinge of, like, misogyny that I feel like, especially 2005-2007 emo had. Totally. Um, so I think, like, this kind of song made me really think about it, like, I was listening to it and I was like, you know, I love the sound of this song, which is why I get down to it, but mm-hmm. the lyric stuff, I'm like... This is just feels like uncomfortable, like coming yeah. from Shant singing it. You know, I think that if this were like a female band or something, and they did a song about the same subject, it would be mm. definitely different. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, there are tough things, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't love that. You know, the blaminess of like, well, what do you think, like? Mm-hmm. he came in and then he left or whatever so like it kind of sounds it kind of sounds like oh you don't have to be you shouldn't be sad about it or you can't be sad about it like you're the mm. one that like fucked up you mm-hmm. know or like you know even when the so the bartender who pretend who tends to pretend that he's concerned like he's yeah. not really concerned about her he just keeps pouring her drinks and mm-hmm. um so it's like yeah also you know it's more nuanced than <laughs> just mm-hmm. blaming her <laughs> yeah it's complicated very complicated. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because I think there are some like um, nice parts of this song. I'm just like sound wise, I love this sound wise. And I do like the the lyric of like she thought she could buy happiness by the bottle. Like I love that part mm. of the song, you know. Um, yeah. She's like, yeah, okay, true. Like whatever. So like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely complicated and difficult. Yeah, super like just complex. It reminds that uh, there are em- elements of this album that did not age well. Um, yeah, totally. Like, totally. Um, <laughs> Like, going back to Newport Living, like, the use of the word whore, especially of mm-hmm. comparing it to a woman, and, um, yeah, stuff like this song, and then, like, maybe some other, like, scandalous, like, things throughout the entire album, like, mm-hmm. definitely um, don't go past us with, like, us not acknowledging that, like, it didn't age well. Yeah, totally. At all. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> into Sweet Talk. Anyways. <laughs> Sweet Talk 101, which is a cute name for a song, kind of. Yeah, I definitely forgot about the song, too, honestly. But it's a fun song. It truly is. It's actually, like, one of my favorites. Like, yeah, I love the, like, I just gave myself the shivers. And that's what you get when you think about her. <laughs> definitely a song about masturbation, but yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's, like, a line. There's, like, the line that says, like, I spend mo- I spend more time in front of mirrors than any gent should because let's face it one on one is more fun anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like very like you know the big side eyes emojis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like oh <laughs> whoa, um, and it's not, it's interesting because this is like kind of like the place in the album where a lot of things like do turn sexual. I think yeah, in true. the beginning it's a lot of like talking about like this woman or woman that sean's talking about and whatever like kind of setting up all that and whatever um and then yeah it turns very scandalous (laughs) and sexual Mm. from here on out um i i honestly love the the bridge of this song where it says the arch in your eyebrows can tell the truth just imagine what you're (laughs) back into and the dance floor (laughs) where i do my best is your your mattress the melody of that part, dude. Oh my god, dude, so it's the best. Iconic. It's, it's the best so part good. of the song. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And like when when it came on, I hadn't heard that in such a long time, and I was like, oh my god, just like risen from the grave. Yeah, yeah, no, same, same. Because like the song itself like changes. It just like mm. feels like a distinct change in the part. Is it because the the guitar is like a little picking? which is not like a sound mm-hmm. we really hear before then mm-hmm. and then it's gang vocals bro oh my gosh i know That's right but like makes it even better honestly <laughs> yes dude oh my god because yeah when they perform this live at the tenure mm-hmm. they like let the crowd sing it like and the crowd was fucking loud to this part bro <laughs> oh my god i was like oh my god this is amazing this is everything i want but yeah that's definitely the best Yes, going into Curse of Curves. Oh my god, yes. Another one. They were doing really, like, we're just going to start off by singing it. <laughs> like, they, they start a lot of their songs like that. This is another Dude. one. Yeah, it's like they're kind of, their their thing. Just going back to, like, the topics of just, like, connections, dating, hookups, all that, and just, like, bringing in the shallowness of it all. Um, mm-hmm. I've always loved, I, I want someone provocative and talkative, but it's so hard when you're shallow as a shower. So iconic. So honest. Yeah. So straightforward. Yeah. 
and I feel like that's like kind of like what like online dating and like just dating in general like would probably like feel like for some people you know and you know some people like yeah just like want to hook up but it's like at some point they want something a little bit more but they're but he's like but I'm shallow though so (laughs) yeah like literally my life in my early to mid 20s (laughs) um and yeah it also talks about like just like jealousy greed money um which i think is really interesting because then i think the video is a good depiction of the song then Mm. where like they're all in this like big like mansion and stuff and he's like eyeing this girly like across the table and Mm -hmm. like all that stuff yeah i Mm -hmm. think it really fits well and his hair is just wild in this oh my god (laughs) I mean, it was it's wild, and there's much. a class for this, but I don't like know that why. hair mixed mm-hmm. with like the fancy suit that he's like a tux mm-hmm. or whatever that he's wearing just mm-hmm. does not go. So I think it makes it look like extra crazy. Yeah, that's true. And like so many other like flat ironed hair throughout the video too. Like, oh my god, so true. Yeah, again, one. her bone structure should scream ask for consent, but otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> this song is a banger. Yes. <laughs> um, and just, I love correct. the chorus. Pops off. The whole room, again, was jumping, mm-hmm. fucking mosh pitting <laughs> to Curse of Curse. Oh, I love it. But, uh, yeah, truly, I love it. I loved the, um, I loved that, too. Like, I want someone provocative and talkative, but it's so hard when you're shallow mm-hmm. as a shower. I was like, you know, I own that I'm shallow. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been there. <laughs> but, nice. You know, nice to have a little bit of both of things. But yeah, no, definitely. This is definitely kind of a point in my life. This describes like, yeah, early mid-20s, doing the dating Mm. thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but like someone who can like maybe make me think and whatever. But also, you're really hot. So I'm just going to like swipe on you. Um, Mm -hmm. And I like, as, as an aside, I saw, I really realized like truly that like how I watch movies, I'm very shallow. Or how mm. sometimes I just consume things I'm kind of shallow. Where it's like, we saw uh, Doctor Strange yesterday, and I was like, I just couldn't get behind him. I like feel like if he were British, like, because Benedict Cumberbatch is British, but he's American in the sh- in the movie. I was like, yeah, if he was British, right. I think I could definitely get behind him. Because like, that, that's hot. But then I was like, wow, I really, truly just like <laughs> any movie that has a hot young actor. I will just see it and be like, yeah, it was really good, because he was super hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep, but I'm is... trash, so... That is you to a T. (laughs) But I want earnest and attractive. (laughs) So Curse of Curves is the best. (laughs) It's the perfect mix of both of those things. (laughs) Yeah. Going into I Put the Metro and Metronome. Which I thought the title in and of itself um, is definitely dated. Nobody uses oh, yeah. Metro anymore. Oh my gosh. Which also I think is ten- technically kind of homophobic. So, um. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Where I was like, wow, I haven't heard the use of like that term in mm-hmm. literally so long. And Yeah, it was um, definitely a 2007, 2006 thing. Yeah. And, like, I decided to just, like, look it up, like, on Google. Mm. Like, what, what mm-hmm. does it say that, like, it's defined as or whatever? And I thought, or I read, it said, um, a young, urban, heterosexual male with liberal point political views, which, like, I don't know about that, um, <laughs> in an in interest in fashion and a refined sense of taste. That's what Google says. Which I was like, 
okay. <laughs> like, like most men in 2022 yeah, now. <laughs> like, like, sure. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it was definitely like used in like a like a not good derogatory like a derogatory way. way. Yeah. Um, back then, like as a way so, to make fun. Yeah. yeah, like oh, like that guy is so metro. Like yeah, insinuating that he was like gay or whatever like just like yeah toxic masculinity is such a prison but um, <laughs> a prison. i'm glad we retired that phrase um, yeah. yeah definitely just some it seeped in home in homophobia so yeah yeah so that was weird <laughs> yeah um, again along and things that didn't age well this album the song though a banger <laughs> yeah yeah, and I think it also just like it also like has themes of just like trends, um, like being trendy, um, finding importance in style, um, and then there's also like a, a, a sense of like a suburban life in that mm, um, because mm-hmm. there's a part that says suburban urgency oh has got the best of me. Um, but also the one of the best lyrics: "Uptown girls are as good as gold downtown, or suburban gents like me." Been told. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, and it's just like, and I was just thinking like a lot of like, oh, like just like thinking about the suburbs because like you know that's where we're from, <laughs> and um, and stuff like that. Like just being like, yeah, like it has a lot of people like wanting to be trendy or in style or whatever, and it's just like overwhelming, you know, sometimes, um, especially mm. like as like if you're a person that like just doesn't fall into that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I just think that that line "suburban urgency" has got the best of me um, mm. is very interesting. Um, so true. And I also really like the line "the I don't break hearts, I just dent them." That's literally that yes, was literally dude. everybody's MySpace like little like quote like header quote thing, you know, with like the truly, little, like, truly, with like the little ampicerians hearts semicolon and then make a little black heart <laughs> dude yes that i literally literally had it as my like little myspace byline i'm yes dude, i remember this 100 percent. yeah when i wasn't doing anything with hearts in high school but whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i can't that's so funny <laughs> lyrical lies it's just Wonderful. a lyrical lie um yeah be- it's the, the better of the slower songs not the non-problematic one yeah and it's like every you know everybody every album has to have like the needed like very slow song particularly acoustic Mm. and lyrical eyes is that Mm -hmm. um it's funny like i i think it's like a fine song it's a nice little slow acoustic and i always just think now like i'm just gonna be like judging slow songs on an album now based off of like my opinion of the slow song on we the kings because like our opinion on the we the king slow song was just like just so out of place <laughs> and just oh, so yeah like, well they did put it at the end they of the didn't album, need to do weird. that whatever <laughs> yeah um so compared to that <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> no i think um, it's also like what really well placed in the album and uh and a line that's interesting to me was um you're drowsy without a care except keeping your whites behind your lids and your lids are your best canvas and I can only imagine what you're painting. It, I think it's a it's a nice little like look into like Shant's kind of artistic creative writing. Um, just like the metaphor there, you know? <laughs> canvas painting. <laughs> um, 
really stretched it to find that metaphor, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I don't really have much of lyrical wise. Good song, though. Yeah, and I, I love the sign, like, you want to be dressed in poetry, but imagery doesn't fit. I feel like Teenage mm. Me was really eating that shit up. I love the bridge to this song the most. So, yeah, you're really right. I guess, like, even in going through all these songs up to this, like, yeah, Sean is very melodic. Like, so it makes you remember the words very easily. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, ly- lyrical eyes, cute. Nice little break. Glad it wasn't <laughs> the last song. That would have been weird. So. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Um, yeah, going into Moan. Another... Swoon. <laughs> yeah, another very, like... <laughs> abrupt they really did that <laughs> they really did it was their thing yeah it's so great i fucking love the whole thing and also um they say the album title yes cue leo dicaprio that. meme <laughs> yes love that it's just a it's just like a kind of straightforward like sprightly bright song mm-hmm. just like about touching kissing stuff <laughs> like that <laughs> Yeah, the funniest line is you train these lips when they were champs and now they're itching for a comeback, which is, like, fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love the, like, um, like the quickness, like, the cadence of the, it's such a task and it's a such a blast and it's all that jazz. Like, I love that. Like, so cute and fun. Yeah, it's a fun little bop. I think especially to have as the second to last song. Like, mm-hmm, so it's have, like, mm-hmm. that slow lyrical eyes and then just, like, a nice little, like, fun rush of moan. And then, like, yeah. doing the please is kind of, like, is, is a lot slower, too. Yeah. It's a great ending song, teasing the please. I love it. Even just how it starts, it feels very, like, okay, we're coming down. This is the end. It feels very, like, mm-hmm. final song of a musical, you know? Dude, totally. I know. Like, yeah, I felt that this was, like, the perfect ending song for this album. It's a great mixture of, like, slow, quiet, but then also, like, throughout it, it gets big and moving, and it's just, like, a dramatic, like, finisher, you know? Mm-hmm. I also love the melody of it. Mm-hmm. It's very swingy to me. Like, just yeah. goes back and forth like it's lulling you, you know? Yes. I feel that so much. And we love a gang voke, of yes, course. Yes, dude. <laughs> um, just like, yeah, the I'm selfish. As selfish comes, you're giving mm-hmm. me a run for my money. I feel like it's meant to be gang voked, you know? If it was just him doing that all towards the end and stuff like mm-hmm, that, like, mm-hmm. it just wouldn't feel as big. So then it, I feel like it wouldn't feel as finished. Yeah. Totally. And the game books are like incorporated throughout this too. Like mm. um I love the part in the second verse that's like and most definitely I'll be, I will be attracted to you if you pick my left side mm. because you know how we do. We do. And oh my like gosh, yes. again, the whole crowd was going up. <laughs> oh my gosh, love that. Um speaking of that line, like yeah, like I feel like Sean even into I feel like even into rotation. I could be wrong. But I feel like he did. Um, he always had a repeated metaphor of, like, the left side being the strong side. Yeah. And, like, when I was a tyke, like, I never, I just, like, did not understand, I think. And I guess I feel like I still don't 100%. But, like, after, like, <laughs> years of thinking about it, 
um, and hearing these songs, I just like kind of came to like my own conclusion a little bit that like I feel like he's talking about like um, like the left side of our body is like where our heart is, you know, mm, and so mm. like so like your heart side like is your strong side, um, and so yeah, and I was like, oh, well, that's my cute. little interpretation, which I think is kind of cute, but you know, yeah. he could I mean, mean I always think else. of football. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I think I remember his hands. So it's like a strong side, left side, strong side. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but that's what oh I think my of. Goodness, that's funny, dude. Wow. I think yours fits better, probably. <laughs> oh, and this is also another song that Spotify likes to put on a lot of my playlists. I hear this song a lot. Wow, wow, mm-hmm. violence. Spotify's really choosing violence with you. It really does. Yeah, I really love this song. Like, I hadn't heard it in a long time. And I was like, damn, this is a great closer. I fucking love this song as a closer. But I think it's and so what good. holds this whole album together as a, as a whole. And like you said, yeah, kind of a collection of the songs, but definitely like, holds them as a whole is like a strong-ass beginning song and a banger-ass mm. last song. Like, mm-hmm. so amazing. Anything could be in any sort of order in between there, I think, and it would still work. Totally. With these two as the bookends, so. yeah, dude, yeah, we haven't t- we haven't talked we haven't like pointed that out or like talked about that in a long time because maybe like it hasn't been apparent in like some of our most recent albums or stuff, but like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like so apparent with this one that like the ending or the beginning and the ending are the actual literal bookends, and yeah, like you said, anything else could happen in between, but like those two are perfectly placed where they're meant to be, um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I feel like I'm always kind of impressed with teasing the please. Um, yeah, me and like too. how good of a song it is, and like mm-hmm. how it finishes the album, and like it. You you remember it as that. Like I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes you can hear an ending song on like a playlist or whatever, and like mm-hmm. you just you don't really acknowledge in your head that like oh yeah this is the final song on that one album or whatever. But yeah. it's like whenever I hear teasing the please, I'm just like yes, this is the last song on that that he's waiting for album. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Memorable. I agree, 100%. Fucking yes, dude. Anyways, I'm very interested. We rate our albums on a, a spectrum of timeless mm-hmm. to nostalgia. Where are you putting this amazing Cues mm-hmm. Away for album? You know, <laughs> and I don't know, I still feel like a little back and forth on this. Maybe could change my percentage a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But though i really really love this album so much Mm -hmm. and uh i obviously have so so many thoughts and memories (laughs) and just all of that i feel like i just really had to be honest with myself though and say that it is i think 100 percent nostalgic um i think that like it unfortunately like wouldn't be a popular release if it were to come out now um, I, I feel can like hear that, maybe yeah. it, it could be a little bit popular, but I feel like this time and this like era of like the quote power pop and stuff like that, like is gone, you know, like it's not uh-huh. really here right now or anymore. And it didn't last long, as we said, like it was just very much a flash in time. <laughs> um, I do think that there is something to say for Sean's songwriting. Um, he writes really amazing melodies, as I said, um, which is like a huge factor of how we can even remember all of this mm-hmm. um, after a while. Um, but also to go back, like obviously it did not age 
well perfectly. <laughs> no. Um, there's still a lot of aspects to it that definitely fall short, which is unfortunate and sad, but it happens. So yeah, regardless, I love this album so much. Again, it came out at like a difficult time in our lives. And so I think I remember holding on to this album so much that summer. And mm. I think even if albums are, quote, maybe corny or silly or stuff like that in some people's eyes, it doesn't make it any less important if that's what it means to you, you know? Totally. Um, so, yeah. So, like, there's, like, still part of me that's like, oh, like, maybe it is timeless, you know? <laughs> like, at least a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. Like, I was just super back and forth, but... Yeah, I don't know. It feels very nostalgia for me. Yeah. I hear Even though you. I love it so I'm... much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I know. I was thinking, too, about it. I was like, oh, okay, this is definitely going to be split, or is it all t- nostalgic? And again, we ha- we've said that hasn't. that's not bad, but yeah, I feel like for me, it's probably like at least like 80-20, like nostalgia, the timeless. I think the timeless parts of me is just because I fucking love it, and like I love every single song, and I know all the words, mm-hmm, and I think it's mm-hmm. probably just definitely more emotionally driven for timeless for me, mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I mean, but, and then like, you know, a lot of nostalgia, because like, yeah, it's not, it's an album I love for front to back but it's like not I'm not gonna you know it might revisit every couple of years but it's not like a tell all your friends or like Mm -hmm. a three cheers that I'll like listen to just anytime randomly and that it is you know I think a lot of the nostalgia for me too is that like okay some of this content some of the wording some of the all the stuff is very 2006 2007 so Mm -hmm, that didn't age mm -hmm. well and that's not really cute so (laughs) there are parts of cringe and stuff in there for me but um yeah so uh that's where i lie 80 20 80 20 feels good for me yeah i feel that oh what a freaking time and roller coaster and time warp. I know. And oh my god, that <laughs> just, was so fun. Just all, all of it. Um, let us know what you think. Again, we're at Nostalgia Nights and ITS for the Nights everywhere IG, TikTok, Twitter, all the places. Tell us. Tell us if you're a part of this weird power pop emo <laughs> group of people <laughs> that just absolutely love this album. And, and yeah, we'll take it to your grave. And yeah, and next we will have something that is again 100% different from this (laughs) and it'll be just as fun and exciting and wonderful Um, but thanks for listening friends we'll talk to you next time bye bye